Hello, everyone. I wanted to share a very famous story with you, a story that I found to be one of the most moving Holocaust stories that I've come across. Um, and it's very, very appropriate right before we move into Shemini Atzeres, Sivachas Torah, it would really be important to sort of move back in, our, in time to 1944. Simchas Torah in 1944, there was a time of unimaginable horrors for the Jewish people. It was a time that the Hungarian Jews were being transported to the concentration camps. An incredible story of 50 Hungarian teenage boys who were sent to Auschwitz. And even though the typical rules in most places were if you're 16 and above, you were spared to do the incredibly torturous labor uh, for the Nazis, Yemach Shemam V'Zechram. But in this particular place and time, the commandant insisted on everybody under 18 being sent to the gas chambers. So these 50 boys who somehow uh, seemingly, their misfortune was that they were under the rules of this incredibly horrific commandant, despite the fact that they were of the appropriate age to be saved, they were not. They were sent to the gas chambers. And as they were unclothed and ready to walk into the showers, so to speak, as they were told officially, and as they were waiting for the gas to be turned on, as they certainly well knew at this point what their fate was, one of the boys turned to the others in the most horrific moment that a human being could imagine, at a time that you knew you had seconds left to live. One of them turned to the, re to the rest of the boys and says, wait a minute. Tonight is Simchas Torah. If we would be back in Hungary, what would we be doing at this point? We would, be, we would be singing. We would be dancing with the Torah. We would be surrounding the bima in, in, in ecstasy, in, in song, committed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Are we not going to do that now? Are we going to let the Nazis win? We might not have a Sefer Torah to dance, dance with. We might not have even a Chumash to hold. We have nothing but Anishamas connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We know who we are. And we know we're not those Nazis. And we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for that fact. So let's dance. Let them not win. On this night of Simcha's Torah, we shall win. And let's dance with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have no Sefer Torah. We can dance with Hashem. And incredibly, they all broke into a song the incredible words of Klai Yisrael through the ages, thanking Kaddish Baruch Hu for our lot, for our situation, for our heritage, for our Mesorah. Thank you, Kaddish Baruch Hu. And there they were, in darkness, waiting for death. And they were saying, The incredible clarity of, of, of young men between 16 and 18, there's so many angles to the story, but certainly just the, 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 the ability to perceive that it is within the realm of the 16-year-old, 17-year-old young man to have this level of clarity. And despite waiting for his death, he's singing out HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The amazing really, story to me is really over at this point, that this is true simcha. I've always felt that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be mezakos with the ability to have that sense of joy that those teenagers had at that particular moment in time. Waiting for, the, for your death, thinking there could be not, nothing worse. They were catapulted and elevated 
through their commitment to Agarish Baruch Hu, to a level of simcha we can only imagine, despite their situation. The incredible story doesn't end there. It ends with the commandant hearing the singing and saying, what's going on? There was also some delay in the, with the gas somehow. Again, the gas didn't work exactly well and commandant comes by and says, what's going on? He says, well, I don't know, they're singing. Was singing. Nobody dies on my watch singing to their God. They're here to be tortured. They're here to be broken. No one sings under my watch. Get them out of there. And I will torture each one personally tomorrow. And they remove them, waiting to be tortured tomorrow. And before they had a chance, in this commandant's plans, as we know, Kodesh Baruch Hu's got the final plan. He's got the initial plan, the middle plan, and the final plan. That's all Kodesh Baruch Hu. Uh, we, we don't play any roles in these, in these situations. And another commandant came by from a camp, a higher up, a more authoritative individual, needed young, able-bodied individuals to help out with work. And he goes around, he looks around, and sure enough, these 50 teenagers look perfect for the, for the role, and he got them all out of there. And the way the story goes, a very well-documented story, every single one of those young boys survived the war, are able to retell this incredible story. And I think it's uniquely important now to think about this story. While it's an incredibly inspiring story on just the fundamental level of what true simcha is about. It's not about what we have. It's not the physical trappings of the world we're living in. It's not about what we own. It's about this absolute clarity of connection to Gadish Baruch Hu that can happen in the best of times and in the worst of times. It doesn't depend on anything around us other than our recognition and our clarity that we're connected to Gadish Baruch Hu. And whether it's in life or waiting for death, Simcha can be achieved on, on the highest level imaginable even in the 20th century or the 21st century. What's also, I think, very important for us is to recognize that this Simchas Torah, depending on what shul and what situation, the craziness around us, the, the tumult around us, the turmoil around us, we, we have so much angst, so much frustration, the rules, whether it's New York City, New Jersey, California, Eretz Yisrael, there's so much going on that's, quite, uh, makes us quite uncomfortable and quite con- is, is quite concerning. And however each shul decides based on its rav and its leadership to, to conduct Simchas uh, Torah and the Akafis and everything else that, that will be going on. The feeling that we could easily fall, that the trap we could fall into, well, this is not fair and we, we, we don't have the regular Akafis when we're not holding the Torah, we're not dancing together. Just to remember, going back to basics, and think about these 50 young men, these 50 boys from 16 to 18 years old. They didn't need a Sefer Torah. They didn't need a Chumash. They didn't need a Shul. They didn't even need to have clothes on their body. They just needed to think about a Kodesh Baruch Hu and to think about the words, Ashreinu Matov Chalkeinu. So we... We're in shul and maybe we're a little frustrated, maybe we're a little bit upset and maybe we're, we're angry at the government or the city or the mayor or the governor and all these other emotions which are very legitimate. Let that n- not blind us to the absolute core of truth that is true in 2020 as it was in 1940, as it was in 1850 and throughout Jewish history. Ashreinu matov chalkenu. It's an absolute fact you cannot deny 
Our existence today and the place that we have in this world is the biggest proof. I've said so many times, it's not me. Yaakov Emden said it. I'm sure other, other going to Elam, Kedoshim have said it. That's the greatest proof of how special we are and how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us. The fact that we're still here today. And if we can focus on that, focus on the intimacy of the moment, if we can sort of block everything else out and, and, and reaffirm that there's nothing that can break that bond between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not a, not a Nazi commandant, Yamach Shemam, who are now all gone. And we're here. Maybe not all gone. Many of them are gone. And there's a Shem, we don't have to deal with them. There's a Shem anymore. But we're here. And we're strong. And we can articulate those words that have resonated through the millennia. This is, this is who we are. And one famous postic that sort of comes out at us uh, on a constant basis, a phrase that we're going to hear throughout Simchas Torah, throughout Shmi Atzeres, is the Chazal that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I need one more day. The, the seven days of Sukkot, that was for the world. That was for uh, sort of the, the nations to celebrate, to bring their kabbanas, for everyone to have a joyous time. But just one day, for me and for you, Shmini Yatzeres, Simchas Torah, this 24, 48-hour period, depending on where we are right now, to be able to connect. Because Koshalai Pradascha, Baruch Hu says, I just want intimacy because you're leaving me after, after Simchas Torah. I'm not going to see you really again, so to speak, till Pesach and Koshalai Pradascha. So let's have one more day. And certainly the Pashib Shat, the simple meeting, which is certainly true, it, it's, it's a way of sort of uh, creating a, an emotional uh, caricature in our minds of, the, of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying to us, how much he loves us, how a typical parent would say to a child, spend one more day, even though certainly logically that one day is not going to make a difference. I'll have one more day, but once you're gone, you're gone. Once you leave, you leave after still wait for Pesach. So it's sort of an emotional calming of, of, a, of a human feeling this idea of koshalei pradaschem, so stay with me one more day. Maybe we can take it another level. And maybe the message could also be, because Baruch is not sort of just creating and, and mimicking, so to speak, the emotions of a parent saying, let me just stay one more day. One more day, give me one more day. Maybe you're saying something that's godly. That really reflects the feeling of a of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, he's Avinu Malkeinu, but he is he is Malkeinu, and he he's not coming to us from the emotional vantage point of of a of a human, but rather coming to us from the point of view of let me let me ask you to stay one more day, because the distance between Sukkot and Pesach could be extremely long, and spiritually could be very long, and it could be that by the time I see you again Pesach time when you come back to me. It could be you're going to be far away from me. That's very painful, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. I don't want this winter time to be a time of preda. I don't want this time to be a time of separation. I don't want to see you again, Pesach time, and wondering who is this in front of me. You look so different than the way you look during Shmini Atzeres, during Sukkot. Give me one more day, because I don't want that preda. I don't want that separation. So maybe give me one more day where you can really connect with me so that you can take the emotional inspiration, the, the, the spiritual connection that we've established in this one day, this unique day, this day of Shemina Tzeres, this day of Simchas Torah, which has so much power, where maybe we can take it and, and literally ride on its coattails till Pesach. Stop off 
Hanukkah time, stop off Purim time, and literally take the, the power of Simcha's Torah and use it to stay connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu throughout. The commitment to doing mitzvahs, the commitment to learning Musr every single day. Let's get the inspiration of this day, the intimacy that we can create through the Akafis, no matter how they are, no matter how limited they might be. Well, maybe not, maybe not even existent, but doesn't mean we're not Ashrenim Atov Chakenim. Doesn't mean we're distant from Akadosh Baruch Hu. If we can use this day, however, you know, in however shape it takes, whatever form it manifests itself in this particular year, and remember this concept of Koshay Predaschem. Pesach shouldn't be, oh, here I am. I know I'm not the same fellow you saw, the same young lady you saw uh, six months ago, but, uh, well, I'll, I'll try to get it back together again. Pesach time. No, no, no. I don't want that. I want you to keep growing. I want you to be even greater Pesach time than you are right now. Use the power of this incredible yontif to catapult yourself to a position where you're going to be spending your time growing. That obviously has to come from Torah, has to come from, from, from davening, from tefillah, it has to come from maintaining a deep connection through the learning of Musr, the beautiful Musr's from that we have available to us to inspire us, to keep us connected. This is maybe what's meant by HaKosh Baruch saying, give me one more day. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. There's no reason for it. You can take from this day and literally stay connected to me throughout. Let's take this message. Let's remember that story as we're standing still, singing a song, or moving in distance with, with, with the rest of the group, or whatever, whatever form we take. If we can stop, maybe even sing. If we can sing that song and remember the power of, of what is inherent within those words to catapult 50 teenagers to a point, in the end, didn't. When you're ready to give your life, what does Chazal say? People are ready to commit themselves to those are the ones who plucks out of the fire very often and saves them. These were 50 young men saved from a horrible fate to live a life, hopefully, uh, throughout their lives. So let's remember what we have within us. Let's remember the power of true simcha, the power of simcha's tire. Let's celebrate it properly. Let's connect to Baruch properly. Let's use it throughout the long time so there won't be a prey done, Bez Hashem. Let's hope that this time and this incredible opportunity that we have catapults us to the level of the ultimate simcha. When we greet Mashiach, Bez Hashem, and behavior made. Have a beautiful Yom